Chapter Fifteen of the Adventures of Grandfather Frog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Adventures of Grandfather Frog by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter Fifteen. Grandfather Frog gives up hope. With his legs tied together, hanging head down from the end of a string, Grandfather Frog was being carried, he knew not where, by Farmer Brown's boy. It was dreadful. Halfway across the green meadows, the merry little breezes of Old Mother West Wind came dancing along. At first they didn't see Grandfather Frog, but presently one of them, rushing up to tease Farmer Brown's boy by blowing off his hat, caught sight of grandfather frog now merry little breezes are great friends of grandfather frog many many times have they blown foolish green flies over him as he sat on his big green lily pad and they are very fond of him so when this one caught sight of him in such a dreadful position he forgot all about teasing farmer brown's boy he raced away to tell the other merry little breezes. For a minute they were perfectly still. They forgot all about being merry. It's awful, just perfectly awful, cried one. We must do something to help Grandfather Frog, cried another. Of course we must, said a third. But what can we do? asked a fourth. Nobody replied. They just thought and thought and thought. Finally one spoke. We might try to comfort him a little, said he. Of course we will do that, they all shouted together. And if we throw dust in the face of Farmer Brown's boy and steal his hat, perhaps he will put Grandfather Frog down, continued the merry little breeze. The very thing, cried the others, dancing about with excitement. Then we can rush about and tell all Grandfather Frog's friends what has happened to him and where he is. Perhaps some of them can help us, the little breeze continued. They wasted no more time talking, but raced after Farmer Brown's boy as fast as they could go. One of them, who was faster than the others, ran ahead and whispered in Grandfather Frog's ear that they were coming to help him. But poor old Grandfather Frog couldn't be comforted. He couldn't see what there was that the merry little breezes could do. His legs smarted where the string cut into the skin, and his head ached, for you know he was hanging head down. No, Sir Grandfather Frog couldn't be comforted. He was in a terrible fix, and he couldn't see any way out of it. He hadn't the least bit of hope left. And all the time Farmer Brown's boy was trudging along, whistling merrily. You see, it didn't occur to him to think how Grandfather Frog must be suffering and how terribly frightened he must be. He wasn't cruel. No, indeed, Farmer Brown's boy wasn't cruel. That is, he didn't mean to be cruel. He was just thoughtless, like a great many other boys and girls, too. So he went whistling on his way until he reached the long lane leading from the green meadows up to Farmer Brown's dooryard. No sooner was he in the long lane than something happened. 
a great cloud of dust and leaves and tiny sticks was dashed into his face and nearly choked him dirt got in his eyes his hat was snatched from his head and went sailing over into the garden he dropped grandfather frog and felt for his handkerchief to wipe the dirt from his eyes phew exclaimed farmer brown's boy as he started after his hat it's funny where that wind came from so suddenly but you know and i know that it was the merry little breezes working together who made up that sudden wind and grandfather frog ought to have known it too but he didn't you see the dust had gotten into his nose and eyes just as it had in those of farmer brown's boy and he was so frightened and confused that he couldn't think so he lay just where farmer brown's boy dropped him and he didn't have any more hope than before end of chapter fifteen grandfather frog gives up hope